0: hey everybody welcome back you're listening to the blodget show welcome to episode 34. once again guys welcome appreciate you being here my name is chris i'm your host And if you're new to this podcast, feel free to go back to episode one and catch up. That is, of course, if you want to. Otherwise, guys, like I always say, welcome aboard. So today's topic is going to be long miles and utter exhaustion. weekend guys within the last couple days um, like i think i might have mentioned in my last episode that uh me the wife and the youngest were gonna be leaving uh sunday actually leaving saturday to go up to kansas to pick up our oldest and our grandson and i had to work friday night so that made for a very fun, fun couple of days for sure. So I literally uh, ran my 540-mile rat trip Friday night. I uh, got back home probably a little after five. Heated up some food and basically like I ate really quick and went straight to bed. And I think I got to bed at like 5.30, 5.45. Got up literally by like 10. And uh, we, you know, the wife had just gotten home from work. Uh, we packed the car, we packed the, uh, the truck up. And we took off. So and we, we did the 550-mile trip up to Kansas, which I drove pretty much... Yeah, I actually drove the entire way. I wouldn't say I drove pretty much the entire way, because... I know when we were talking about the trip, I know my wife was like, yeah, but you know, we can share the, share the miles. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but I want her to offer. <laughs> but if I'm driving and she doesn't say anything, then I'm just gonna keep driving. I'm the trucker, it's what I do. So, you know, but not gonna lie, you know, cause I hadn't really drank much as far as hydration, as far as water goes whatever. So, I think for the trip up there wasn't that bad. I probably wasn't drinking nearly as much on the way up there, so I wasn't having to stop nearly as much. But so basically, by like Saturday night, we checked into our hotel. Uh, there were a couple of restaurants close by, but um, we ended up ordering food. Have we ended up ordering food to be delivered to our hotel room? Because I was so so tired, I felt like I was going to drop, like I was going to pass that like fall over. And I was like, yeah, I would do curbside pickup or whatever, but I was like, I don't even know if I could make it out the hotel door. I think I just want to eat here and take a shower and go sleep. So pretty much that's what we did. And uh, I think we got to bed by like... Probably like midnight, we set an alarm for like 7.30, uh, cause they have hot breakfast there at that hotel. So, we um, got up at 7.30, went down and had breakfast. Um, went upstairs to change, cause we were all still, what we slept in pretty much. So went upstairs to change and uh, headed out to the, to my uh, mother-in-law's house to uh, go ahead and start trying to load up, you know, help our uh, kiddo pack up and see what we could fit in the truck. Cause I realized by that point, I was like, yeah, I can't even afford to do a uh, U-Haul at this point. So we're just gonna try to fit what we can. So basically we, we got everything we could in the truck, and we got it covered with the, the bed cover, and we basically took a rope and was you we know, basically tied it down best we could. It was secured for the most part, it just it was still in the mirror when I was, I was driving back home on Sunday. And you could see it kind of flopping around, you know, and so, but on the way home, you're probably still exhausted. So, I, and of course, <laughs> uh, drinking. i drinking a lot of fluids, like, Not just, not just water, but like um, Gatorade and soda, you know, um, you know, and still a lot of water, of course, but like I was drinking so much fluids (laughs) because it was helping me, you know, for me, hydrating myself a lot while driving helps me to stay alert, stay awake, you know, keep focused. And I don't, It's not necessarily caffeine. It's just if I'm drinking a lot of water, if I'm drinking some sugary beverages, whatever. So, on the way home, we made a handful of stops that the wife and kids, and grandkid, they they all use the bathroom and stretch their legs. But there were a lot there. Yeah, there were a couple stops, probably like four or five stops at least, where I got to the point where I'm like not able to. You know, I had to pull over basically, uh, water the grass, so to speak. Know, go off in the bushes. <laughs> and my, my kiddo was like, one of the times when I pull over, I was like, all right, right back. But the on. My kiddo was like, well, if you stop drinking so much, dad, I'll say, nope, not loud. They're like, nope, I refuse. And so the last two stops, I pull over in Love's so on 24. And uh, when we stopped at Love's, I basically looked over at my wife and said, so this is one of the last two stops, because, you know, Obviously, been hydrating a lot, just trying to stay stay alert, so I was like, I could probably make it to the quick trip that's within, like, uh, 50 miles of Nashville or whatever, so I stopped in Love's, we all went in and checked the, you know, the bathroom and stretched, and I, I topped off my ice water a little bit, and then continued on, and we got past the border to Tennessee, and you know, I'll exit 8, where there's a quick trip there. Pulled in there really quick. Nobody else got out, but I pulled out. All right, be right back. Literally went in. He's back. He came back out. It was like five minutes. Not even five minutes. But <laughs> pretty much that's how our uh, that's how the uh, uh, trip went on the way back. You know. My youngest being like, We're never gonna get home, and my, my oldest being like, Yeah, well, we're gonna get home, just slow and steady. And I'm like, I'm like, Sorry, guys. I was like, I was like, You know, I'm tired, I'm really tired. I've been driving a lot the last couple of days, and you know, I'm kind of zoning out here. So the only way I can keep focused is if I'm sipping on something. You know, I mean, I could snack too, but I was focused like, Sometimes I don't need snack if I'm sipping on like water. Or, Grab a coke or something, you know. So part of it was because I'm trying to, you know, how they say like you you need to drink like half your weight in ounces in body water. So like if you're 100, like I you're 200 pounds, you want to drink 100 ounces of water per day or whatever. I'm, of course, 360, so I have to, I have to do, like, 175 or 180 ounces of water a day, and I have a 64-ounce bottle, and I have a 32-ounce bottle. And so I, ice, I put, fill up with ice and water before I leave. I knock those out by the time I get up to my drop in Illinois. And then one of the things I do when I'm taking my 30 there is, you know, well, I go in there and heat up my uh, container of food I bring with me in the bathroom. And then I'll go back, I'll come back out and grab my ice water or my water bottles. And I'll go back in there and I'll fill those up with ice and water. You're ready to, and I'll usually try to have those both knocked out by the time I'm getting back to uh, Tennessee or whatever. And when I do that, I don't feel like I need to drink anything and everything under the sun. But if I don't do that, then there's a lot of times where I go to grab a drink like, let's say, iced tea or something. I just want to chug it. Like, A or want to chug it. You know? So, I think the problem I had was I hadn't really drank a lot of water either of those days. And So, Sunday when I, uh, when we were coming back, I was basically just had a lot of drinks. So, planning a vacation in a couple weeks. I'm hoping that, uh, I can get up maybe a few hours before we leave and I'll just make sure to, to knock out some water so that, you know, on the way up there, I could probably just you know, have a refill but just sip it on it, and not have to really drink really fast or, you know, drink a lot. Because I'm hoping that I can make better time without having to stop so much. But, you know, eh, if you gotta pull over, you gotta pull over, you know. Or planning the route. Planning to go back. We're, basically, we're going back to Kansas, and you know, take a little bit longer of a stay, so that way we can stretch it out, and then get a, a U-Haul trailer to go get the rest of the, the kiddo stuff or whatever. So, the part that the part that I'm not sure about is when we get back home with that trailer. I'm not sure what to do with that trailer. So, it's like, huh. Oh. The only thing I can think of is basically backing that trailer into uh, where i don't going to park my RAM in front of my apartment, and then you know backing my RAM into the um, you know parking spaces that are just out just a little way down where the um, other car is parked, the one that has the windows all shattered out right now. Well, not all the windows, but the back window. But that way, the trailer would be in front of our apartment, and can could get a um, like unloaded and whatnot you know so who knows who knows but got a couple weeks to figure that out of course but but yeah so aside from that you know things have definitely changed a lot the last couple of days our uh because we don't have room we no longer had room for bringing you know the kiddo and the grandkid back so basically we modified our dining room because it wasn't really being used it you know it wasn't being used anyway so modified that whatever turned that into a uh, kind of a makeshift bedroom which it works It's, you know it was a little weird at first but basically like it's coming around pretty good the grandkiddo's toddler bed is in there and we had a like a queen like a full size not a queen size air mattress that our oldest is actually uh, sleeping on and you know other things have been moved around some some furniture items have been like swapped out and so you know moving right along things are good you know but to, (laughs) to cover the exhausted part though I already mentioned when I got to the hotel that I was about to fall over and we got back I mean we technically got back at like 1am Monday morning because we didn't leave Kansas City until like 2 in the afternoon and you know with the random stops or whatever on the way home Uh, plus the (laughs) watering the bushes stops gotta do what you gotta do, you know. But, um, so yeah, we got back, like, one, like, just before one o'clock in the morning. So, our oldest and grandson, I think, they crashed on the couch that night, and then we, we got everything unloaded the next morning from the bed of the truck or whatever, and Sorry about that, y'all. Keep yawning. (laughs) But Monday, anytime I went out to like, what I went out to do a couple things, I went out and I grabbed some uh, Panda Express Chinese. I did the family deal. Got a, I think it's like you get three large entrees with two large sides. And so, you know, came (laughs) out. Here's the funny thing about that. I was actually planning to for like. All of us to kind of like share all three of them, like put them up, but kind of like family style, like, all right, because I got the, the one that my wife likes, or my, the, the one my wife likes. I don't know, I think I just said the one that Life likes <laughs> Like, wow. I'm not tired at all, guys. But, but the one my wife usually gets, which is the honey walnut shrimp, she gets it in a bowl, though, so it's like a little bowl with like, you know, five or six shrimp and, um,. I'm just uh approaching a construction zone and uh right closing so I'm putting on my signal trying to get over in front of the truck and he hung back a little ways so he let me over. But uh But yeah, the honey walnut and shrimp from panda is the one my wife really likes. And I thought well if I get the large entree of just that that I should be able to grab some too. But she literally I got home. <laughs> I got home with the Chinese and I was opening these containers. Like, Alright, that one's the uh, black pepper Angus steak. This one is the broccoli beef. And then I opened the honey walnut shrimp and my wife literally reached out for the full container. I was like, Oh, so like, you're not gonna share? She goes, No, nah, nah. like Alright, we will give you a couple shrimp. I was like, okay. So gave me like three three shrimp. I was like, cool, well, all right, I was going to try to steal horror, but, you know, since you don't want to share any of that, you know, so I was like, all right, fine, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, um, so i got a uh, honey walnut shrimp, black, uh, black pepper egg steak, and some broccoli beef, and then I got a uh, large side of the fried rice and a large side of the lo, the lo mein, or chow mein, or whatever it's called. It's basically, just noodles and veg, no meat, but, uh um, But while I was there, like any place I went to, I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm about to fall over, you know. I was rested a little more. When I woke up Monday morning, I was like, i was like, woo, I feel great. I was like, rest-wise, I felt pretty good. Uh, but and then I, but I, any any, you know, any chance I had to sit down or whatever, I, I took it. And my wife at first went. When I got home, was like, yeah, I I've gotta sit down any chance I can get because I still feel like I'm about to like topple over or whatever that I guess at some point she sat down and she looked over her and her oldest she goes you know what I think I'm feeling what dad's feeling you know feeling I think I'm, I'm feeling the same thing that dad's going through right now and I was like okay so you're feeling top every two and she goes oh yeah yeah I feel like I'm gonna fall on my face or whatever her oldest was kind of um I don't think she felt the same way, but it was the fact that she was still pretty exhausted from the trip, too. And I'm like, well, not as much as us, obviously, because of the fact that that, uh, my wife and I drove up there and back, where Sally just rode back with us, so. But that night, you know, uh, hung out, had dinner, and then, uh, you know, we all, we all went to bed, and, um, woke up today, I felt a little better, you know, like, because I, I managed to sleep a little bit more, and I woke up feeling a little bit rested, but the problem I have is anytime I, because I'm, I'm, I'm on my way back from my Illinois drop, and anytime I've gotten out of the truck to do something, I'm walking around in my have and are screaming at me, they're hurting me, they're hurting like hell, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, so... That's so why you know the youngest has a fall break in a couple of weeks. She has a week off, and so we're taking. We're going to, I'm gonna go ahead. So I was like, you know what, screw it. We're gonna do the vacation. I go to get back over to the right lane, and then I see flashers up ahead. Like, oh, I better get back over. But uh, yeah, when I heard. When I learned that she had uh, her fall break coming up and it's like three weeks, so I was like, well, it's per- perfect time to go ahead and do a reservation and uh, make a plane." I got to do one extra thing, too, because, like, we noticed that, like, even though when I got my oil changed the day before we left to go up to, up to Kansas... They tested everything, and they tested my battery, and said it tests okay. But we get up there, and the truck was parked; it was off. But they were, they had the doors open. And we're getting it out, you know, putting stuff in the truck, or whatever, putting stuff in the bed. And we tried to leave. Well, initially they uh, wanted me to stay back behind with the grandkid, which I was like, that's cool, you know. So my youngest, my oldest, and my, my wife. Took the truck, to, went to go to take the truck to where my oldest was living for for the past year and a half um, to go get whatever stuff she still had over there. They try to start the truck and of course click click ah shit or try to you know and it's like yeah. so we had to have the lake community police come over. They hook their little super jumper to the battery and I start right up. So they went over there, packed the stuff. My wife told me she left the truck on, so I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And they came back, and this time she didn't leave the key in the truck, and we shut the doors, make sure no lights were still on, whatever. And, uh... But there was a couple times where my my youngest went ahead and got in the truck to grab something. And she was in there for a couple minutes, and I'm like, bug, um... The is open, or whatever. She's goes, Oh, I'll key, should be fine. Whatever, got charged. I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. I think the, the having the lights on is probably draining it. Like, it's not holding the charge when there's lights on. But if we get out and lock it where everything shuts off quick, it'll still hold the charge. You can fire it up and drive it, or whatever. So, we went to get in there to try to get ready to head out to, head, to go hit the road, go get some gas, head, hit the interstate to head home. Oh, crap. I had to call the police over again. They put the super jumper to in and it back up. Got it fired up. And then, uh... It's probably only like a 10 or 15 minute drive to one of the quick trips to go ahead and get some food and get some gas. And, uh... let it run for a few seconds, a few minutes while we were parked at the, the gas pump, and I basically told the wife and the kids, I was like, so you guys go ahead and get out. I was like, I'm gonna wait till everyone's out and their doors are closed, and then I'll shut it off and I'll get out." So that way minimize how long we're out in the truck. So shut it up, or I shut it off, locked it up so the lights would go out, uh, went inside, got what I was gonna grab, hit the, uh, you know, paid for gas, went out and gassed up, I got back in, room started right back up. Very right, cool. So, we made it home, uh, we got everything. It we literally waited up that night at like one a.m. we left the truck running while we were, uh, while we were, you know, uh, getting stuff out of the bed. Cause I was like, I'm just gonna leave it running while we unpack, so that way it's not gonna drain the battery, you know, and not risk uh, us having a dead battery. So, left it running, got everything, got everything moved out that we we're gonna get out that night probably unpacked like half the bed you know because apparently our my wife's and my duffel bag had our overnight clothes and had my cpap and stuff in there and my my comforter was up there in the front of the cat in the front of the front of the bed too so i was like initially the plan was let's back it in and let's just go in there and go to bed but i was like fuck, can't do that because uh the our duffel bag that we have our stuff with our chargers my, my comforter, that wasn't packed in the bag, but it was in the bed of the truck, and it was, you know, up that way. So I was like, "Well, we're gonna have to at least unload enough to get the important stuff out, and then we'll cover it back up, and you know, then we'll, we'll just finish it up the next morning, or whatever." So, so that's what we did everything that we wanted to get out and then put the cover back on tied the rope back down to it again to secure everything and then uh went, went inside went to bed and uh did a couple things monday you know um uh, like i said we went to i went to, to paid express to get some chinese for us and then we uh played me and me and Allie and so pretty much uh well you know my wife was watching the grandkiddo because he was asleep on the couch anyway. So, me and the kids right over to Goodwill to check. Me and my youngest, we often pretty much once a week. That's kind of like a little thing for us. Like, we go, go walk around at Goodwill, see if there's anything good or whatever. I'm glad well, we did because uh <laughs> I actually found like a really, really good, still good, really good shape uh, mini fridge i was coming around the corner of one aisle and i happened to see you know, i recognized the back of the fridge I'm like that's a big fridge you know because i've been looking for one to initially to replace the little one i have at home that i got when i was working over the road with schneider many years back that i bought in a truck style still technically works it i wouldn't put food in it because it doesn't cool that much but it does cool enough to where you can have a drink in there and it'll, it'll nice and refreshing you know but I wouldn't put food in there because that were, I don't know what the temp actually gets down to. I think I'd have to put a thermostat, little little temp, temp gauge in there to see just how cold it gets. See if, it's probably until like the 40s, probably not even down to the 30s or whatever. So, But I saw that fridge and I was like, oh crap, this fridge. And I, I saw the tag, 15 bucks. I was like, holy crap. So I didn't even waste anything on the tag and there's a little handwritten it still works. Or Yes, it works. Cool. I tore the customer portion off so that way I can, you know, pay for it. Put the sold sticker on it. We come back and have the uh, you know, come through the little garage area and have somebody, one of their workers, actually come in and uh, put it on a cart, wheel it out to us, so we can put it in the bed. But you know, got that. The kiddos actually picked out a couch that had two two uh, climbers on it. To replace one of the couches that we currently have like we're not replacing the one that me and the wife sit on but there's we had a big white couch that um uh, recliners that actually went the length of the couch like to put two both recliners out it was out the entire length so <laughs> but we've had that couch for a long time and so i was like okay you guys really want to replace it there's less seating on that couch I'm like oh yeah yeah I'm like all right cool if that's what you guys want to do we'll, we'll do it you know it was only 20 bucks, so got a few other things, got some storage containers because, uh, you know, my kiddo is making the the, light, the dining room literally hers, you know, which I told her. I was like, look, I mean, there might be some furniture in here that I might, we might be yeah, the wife, Me and mom might not want to get rid of, but if there's something you think you want to do, like if there's something in here we're not using, and you want to find something like a Goodwill that you want to replace one of these items, and go for it. But, like we're, you know, I was like, I want you to feel comfortable here. I want you to, you know, feel like this is your space, because we weren't really using the diner much anyway. So she's like, all right, cool. So i had recommended one of the things when we were walking around Goodwill. I said, hey, Allie, back here in this corner, this is where I got my my duvet, my comforter. I said, but they also have curtains down here. So. I was like, "Why don't you uh, look look back here to see if you have any of these CD curtains that you might like?" And um, you know, and that way you can, because the dining room kind of has a walk-through area connected to the room where we have our family room. Of course it's divided by a couch But I was like You could probably put a curtain up In that area right there To kind of give yourself A little more privacy Like so that You know kind of Blocking it off From the front room And then maybe A little curtain In the A little Doorway that Goes into the kitchen So Because I said that way When I when I get back from work And like at our 30 I'm not like I'm not like Blinding you or whatever So But uh yeah yeah sounds good sounds good so we got her she got the one curtain we haven't divided up between the uh that her new room and the kitchen yet but her bed set up she's got the kiddo grandkiddo's room set up a little bed bed set up and uh Sorry, I just cleared some notifications. <laughs> but um but yeah, things are going pretty good. And um and hanging out a lot with her and I know the plan right now um, is to basically try to try to help help the kiddo do what she wants to do. Like help her with anything she needs help with. Like um like, she wants to be able to get her own place eventually, you know, somewhere down here so she can be close to everybody. And, uh, you know, she has some medical needs and need to get met or whatever, so we got to get her in there for to get checkups for different things or whatever. Because none of that was taken care of while she was basically living alone with her older sibling out there, you know. She was kind of isolated out there, and her older sibling was her ride. and from everywhere what it sounds like her older sibling acted pissed off a lot whatever she would give her rides or whatever it's like well what do you expect like you fought for her to come up here and be with you and then you don't want to help her out you know whereas down here you know allie has us like she doesn't need to drive right away for us to or for her to get where she needs to go because me and me and you know her mom are actually like completely willing to do whatever we have to do, you know, to help her out. And but I guess you know, You know how it is. Like it, uh, it's one of those things where I've talked about this another for the podcast, where where you don't know what you have until you lose it, or you walk away from it thinking it's the best move. And so, like, we appreciate and are very grateful that she's back. And Allie had mentioned that she she feels that this past year year and a half that she had to go through all that in order to realize like that she needs us like she needs her family you know and so we were like well you know like we always got your back whatever we would never do to you what the, you know your older siblings adopted mom pretty much did to you basically gave her three weeks to move out and then told her oh well, actually we need to move out like today so she was homeless and you know she had to go live with my mother-in-law for a little bit for like about a week before we got up there you know so eh, it's it's sad that we went down but she's home her and the grandkid are we safe and we're moving forward and stuff making, making plans and helping her try to figure things out i tried to i tried to tell her about how like you know don't let it i said obviously everybody's suffering. like I know I, I have an issue with depression. Not, probably not so much now that it hurts out, you know, her and the grenades in her back. I had I had a really bad machine gone. But I said, we all have an issue with depression. I said, if, if you get to that point where you're just feeling like you want to just go stay in bed all day or whatever, I was like, think of things that would help you make you feel better. Like, like, it could be going out for ice cream, it could be going out for Chinese, it could be going out for a walk or just going to Goodwill just to walk around and, and see if there's anything good there. I was like, whatever it is, don't just isolate yourself. Like, talk to us, tell us if there's something you need from us that would help you. Because we'd rather take you out somewhere and help you feel better than to let you just be completely absorbed or, you know, isolated in your depression. She's like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, all right, cool. You know, so. But... But yeah walking around now i you know whatever whatever i get out of the truck i'm like damn my calves are like hurting really bad so i'm like limping around or whatever and i'm like i really hope that these goat like that this gets better over the next couple days but that's why i'm glad that i'm like when i realized the times of the um, of the um, fall break for my my youngest I was like, screw it. We're going to actually, because we need to get your stuff anyway, so we're going to plan a vacation in three weeks. We're going to go up there for an entire week. Do what we got to do. Have a friend. You know, have a friend. uh, I I know anytime that we've been out of town for more than just one or two days, we usually will make an arrangement with a friend and ask her, like, hey, can you stop by by on a daily basis and just kind of hang out with the cats and just kind of chill out, you know, we'll kind of watch over the place or whatever. He's always like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're like, cool. You know, we try to leave some stuff for him, like some drinks in the house, and, you know, whatever so that he can just make himself at home for a little bit, you know. But hey, if you need to crash there, feel free to crash there, you know, because he works locally, but he, but he lives out of Clarksville or whatever, so. But, you know, it is all good, you know. Uh, just looking forward to that actual break because last couple trips we've taken up to Kansas have been really quick. Go for a day probably two, like probably one to three days. And like, so it's like three days, two of those days are traveling, one day is where they're kind of hanging out, and then you're coming back. So, not really vacations. And plus, one issue I've had every time that I booked a hotel up there for the past couple years is I go up there planning to be able to, like, hey, okay, they have an indoor pool and hot tub. Because my wife and I are like, hot tub, yeah, let's go. But we get up to our hotel, and over the last two years, we, we would get up to our hotel, we be trying a different hotel each time. And it doesn't say anything on the website about the hot tub being out of our out of service but then you get there you're like so you yeah, we'll have a pool hot tub right well no our, our, our pool's in service but our hot tub ser- our, our hot tub is out of service right now like ah, we stayed at one hotel that the problem that advertised hot breakfast every day but then we got there because they're like well actually we only run breakfast like friday saturday and sunday because you know there's not a whole, there's not a whole lot of people that are booked here you know right now and we're like yeah but we came here because we wanted hot breakfast you know comfortable room with hot breakfast you know I'm so sorry okay well so one of one or two of those days that we were up there we had we got hot breakfast and the other two days we had to go and find something like go track down a restaurant to go eat in or something so this time you know picked one of these high-end you know high-end uh, hotel chains Really fancy that we had never been to before. And um, <laughs> we walked in Saturday, Saturday night. Literally, I walked in to go check in, and I was like, oh holy shit, this place is fancy as hell. Free, free breakfast, lots of little common areas with little charging ports for you to sit down and relax and charge your phone or your tablet or whatever. Uh, places to plug in, like a computer, if you're a laptop. And there's a lot of things that they offer that I didn't, I didn't know about. I mean, I got—I I mean, he told us at the counter, but we were only there literally uh, Saturday night, and then we check it out Sunday morning. So we didn't get to experience all that. But I heard when I made the reservation for that week up there, uh, just did it over the phone because I was like, "Well, I could do it online," but I had some questions. So it got reserved, and the lady on the phone was telling me like, "There's all this free." three soft drinks until like six and free this and free that. And I was like, man, I had no idea about any of that. I was like, we were there for such a quick stay that I was just really happy with the room. So we did a king suite, you know, we had our king bed in the bedroom and the living room area had the couch to pull out for our youngest. And so I was just like, I was just really happy with the room. I walked in and go, damn, this is fancy. <laughs> and then we had breakfast the next morning, you know, and everything was really awesome. So. This time we're actually gonna be able to like hang out, relax, and kinda of actually like enjoy the hotel a little bit while we're there. Hit the pool and the hot tub because they're you know, When I checked in the guy goes, So you going hit so you going hit the pool at i like, what time does it close? It's like ten o'clock. I'm like, oh cool, we got an hour. I was like, How, is your hot tub functional? And he's like, Oh yeah, it's a service. I'm like, cool. I was like, you know, you guys the first hotel in like the last two years that I have reserved. And Hot tub is actually in service because, like, every other place I go to, oh, yeah, yeah, we have a hot tub, but it's not service. Oh, <sighs> well, crap. So, we're going back and uh, planning to enjoy that pool and that hot tub, you know, just to relax a lot, do a lot of kickbacking, kicking kick back, not really worrying about much, enjoy the breakfast. Um, a couple, there's a couple things in town that I've that planned to. I'm thinking about having us, you know, scheduling for us like little special things we could do as a family or whatever. Um, possibly like indoor skydiving or something, you know. But otherwise, you know, it's just kind of planning to really take the week and literally just relax, you know. Because it's been it's been probably about two and a half years since I've actually taken a vacation where I did a whole lot of nothing. We're not doing as big a one, like, I'd ideally I would like to do a 10-day vacation like I did before two and a half years back, where me and my, both my kids and my grandkid drove the Ram from Nashville to Oklahoma, and we stayed with my parents for four days. And then we drove up to Kansas City, and my wife had drove, driven up to Kansas City a couple days after we left, so she was going to finish out her work week, and she drove up there, we were meeting up there on the fourth of july pretty much and they were up there for four days and then we came back friday and my wife and my oldest went back to work saturday and i had i took saturday and sunday off because my normal work week was monday to friday so i basically just took the next two days to kind of just chill out and veg and then went back to work monday so that was a nice that was a nice relaxing vacation there was a lot of laying around and not doing anything because we were. I learned <laughs> that when we were with my parents that uh, they're pre- like they're pretty retired. My mom technically was still working um, but there's some days she was on call so like there were a lot there are quite a few days quite a, a lot of the moments I guess up there where my parents just in one side of the house watch TV and me and the kiddos and my younger sister who's now in college. And in the other room, like, playing on the Switch or watch TV out there. Or we walk, because they live out in the country, so they have a, a nice acreage or whatever, so we're just outside walking around. You know? So, that was pretty nice. You know, not really having to do a lot and, you know, versus, like, when we go to Kent City, like, if my mother-in-law, if, like, if we let her, my mother-in-law would totally, like, um, uh, have a bunch of things planned or whatever she's always been she's 73 years old but she's always out there doing stuff of course she's had COVID for like five times so far too and I'm like I wonder if she could p- figure out which friend keeps giving her COVID because she goes to a bridge club and she does a couple other things that I heard about I don't know exactly what she does but I know she's always She's always on the go. Always has things planned. She lives at home alone, so she gets out and does stuff with friends or whatever. And it's like, and then oh, nope, my test po- tested positive for COVID. <laughs> so that was fun picking picking them up at her house, whatever. Um, I tried to hang out in the basement with, you know, with the grandkid or whatever, putting on a movie on my on Netflix on my phone, but he, he wasn't really interested in watching that. Plus, it was hot downstairs. So like, and I was like, man, I, need, I had cotton mouth that day. Then I was like, really, really thirsty. And I was like, really, really tired, really hot. And so like, I, I basically was like, all right baby boy, let's put our masks on. Cause we gotta, cause Papa, Papa have to go to the bathroom and I'm going to see if we can get something called a drink. So I put my mask up, I put his mask on him, which I was so grateful that my, my grandkiddo being four and a half or whatever, Actually, he's like four and three quarters now because, you know, only a few months, two months away. But I was grateful that, that my uh, daughter got him pretty much, like, being able to wear the mask without issues. So put, I put his mask on, we went upstairs, and of course, my sister-in-law well, also had COVID, so she was basically isolating with my mother-in-law. And she comes out and she's like, Who, who's there? Whatever. I was like, it's just me. Like, oh, hey, Chris, what's up? that. Like, yeah. I was like, don't worry, I'll stay away from you guys since I know you guys, you guys, you guys are uh, COVID, COVID positive right now. So grabbed a, a Gatorade, a glass of ice, and uh, hit the bathroom. and went back downstairs with the drink, you know, with uh, the grandkid. And uh, we were just chilling out until you know the rest of the fam came back from. The other house, and they were packing, packing that one room up. So, so, yeah, you know, it was fun. It was fun, but uh, they came back from there, and then we started packing the stuff up from my, mother, my uh, mother-in-law's house to go ahead. And, you know, which some of the stuff got put back in there because we couldn't load. One of the funny things is uh. I joked with both my kiddos that I had that I had a uh, cashless bet with my wife because I told her I was like I think we're gonna need a U-Haul to fit everything based on based on the number of the boxes. Allie told me that she has. My wife's like, no, nah, no, nah, she really doesn't have that many boxes. Like, we should be able to fit them all. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm saying, you know, like based on the number of boxes she says, and I know how big my the bed of my truck is like I don't think it's all gonna fit down there. And sure enough like they keep back and they're like yeah we And I was like well at that point I'm like yeah, I can't I can't afford you all right now it's like two hundred some dollars to get you haul to take from Kansas City and Nashville so one of those things that uh you know we basically just load up the bed with as much as we could and the other boxes got put in the basement back in the uh, mother-in-law's house with the plan to come back up whenever, so. So, anyway guys, I know I've rambled on quite a bit, so I'm not gonna take up any more of your time. I appreciate you guys being here. I'm gonna say this is basically all the time we have for tonight. And just saying that just bit my tongue I'm like ah man that's one thing when you're that tired you know you're on fumes and you're you're driving long distance or whatever anytime I would eat something I kept freaking biting the core like the my, my gum you know the corner of my gum or whatever on the side like on my uh, left or right side all of a sudden I'd just be chewing something and I'm going ow shit you know, didn't bleed, but I, I it kept happening because when I'm that tired, I tend to try to do something like try to eat, or I'll try to say something, and I'll end up like bite my tongue or bite my my lip. And it's like, ah. not doing it right now because uh, you know, I'm a little more rested, but I'm still tired today. 'Cause I'm on that final stretch heading home or whatever. Do a little better as far as like bathroom incident and stuff. Like, I got I stopped and got fuel. Um. On that little split where it splits to go to St. Louis, or you continue south to, uh, you know, on 57, and I stopped there and I I went ahead and grabbed the icy, basically my slushy, since it was they were all out of order at the truck stop. I swapped it and uh, got that. I'm I'm actually passing. um, Let me see what. Where am I at? I know I'm gonna have to pull. I'm gonna have to stop sometime soon. I did that whole stretch, 37-mile stretch, coming west, or coming east, I guess, towards the Kentucky border. Yeah, and I'm 22 miles in, so I've gone, like, 100-plus miles or whatever, and I'm like, hey, I'm actually doing better than that. <laughs> so, anyway, y'all, you know, all, it, all it's about is just moving forward, continuing to, like, I don't, I know don't one thing I told Allie was basically, like, that I felt like she had uh, uh, disowned me. But then all I, all I knew to do was keep praying for, to keep praying for all of us, you know, praying for me and her mom, uh, praying for her and Salads, you know, and continue to move forward. And that's pretty much all you got, all I can do, you know. So anyway, y'all, that's pretty much it for tonight. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, feel free to like and follow, and to you know, don't be a stranger. Come back and come back and listen and aside from that um, i look forward to seeing you guys on episode 35 have a good one